Welcome to Real Play Content's Forum Podcast. This is Big VJ checking in. Today's conversation, we're going to take it to the streets, right? Snitching. Ratting. Telling. Cooperating. We're going to take it to the streets, right? In order to take it to the streets, I think it's important that we as a family even talk about what the streets really is. What does that mean when somebody says they're in the streets? What does that mean when somebody operate on street code or street rules, right? Here on Real Black Consciousness Forum Podcast, our definition of the streets is this. It's an imaginary place where the circumstances and the consequences is real, right? It's an imaginary place, though. You know, I couldn't point to a map and say the streets is here. The streets is there. It's not a... There's no geography involved in this, right? Because the streets is a mentality. It's imaginary, right? The rank structure is imaginary. The hierarchy is imaginary, right? But again, the consequences that come with this game of being in the streets is real, right? And like any game, there's winners. There's losers. But when you talk about the streets, it doesn't exist without losers. I, I don't want to use the term losers. Let me uh, say this. It doesn't exist without victims, right? Victims come with being in the street. So black folks that's in the street, their victims are other black folks. It's an oppressive structure, right? And this oppressive structure is not so strong in the streets that black folk claim that it'll spill over to a Jewish neighborhood, right? They don't have to go by your street rules. It doesn't spill over to an Irish neighborhood. It doesn't spill over to Little Italy. It doesn't spill over to Little China. See, the streets that black folk talk about is not that strong. It can't even run downtown. Politicians don't even have to listen to that stuff. Only folks that have to listen to what's going on in the streets is other black folk. That's it. One group of our population bullying the other group of this population. But doing street activity, right? Dealing with victims, dealing with criminality, ends up with law enforcement being involved and with law enforcement comes the judicial system and with that judicial system comes with time it's a lot of time being passed around downtown and the way to avoid this time (laughs) sometimes the so called street folks they snitch 
they telling, they cooperating, right? Everything is taking place in this imaginary world, but the consequences, it get real. The death is real. The jail is real. The injuries are real. The gunshot wounds is real. The scarred memories of violence is real, right? When that loved one can no longer come back home, this son, this daughter, this auntie, this uncle, this mama, dad, because something went wrong in the streets, that's real, right? In my estimate, though, the streets is just what it is, and the voices and ambassadors for the streets have crept their way into hip-hop. Hip-hop have somehow become the voice of the streets. The voice of criminality, right? That's a weird thing because it's kind of like a mixture. Entertainers representing the streets, right? Very weird dynamic, right? But this is what it is, right? This is what it is. I was looking at a blog site, right? Hip-hop site. My religion is rap. And there was a quote made by a New York artist. He's a family man. And um, he's speaking on the topic of snitching, right? So I'm going to read to the family the position, the quote that he gave concerning this matter, right? Because the headlines just kind of took me off, right? If you look at the headlines, it says, Pat Poos on why snitching is morally wrong. And the statement that he made about it is, police got the blue code. The mafia got the code of silence. The government got the gag order. Politicians plead the fifth. Yet, they try to make our culture think snitching is okay. Snitching is not a street thing. It's morally wrong. Hashtag food for thought. I seen that man. I was like, wow. I was like, wow. Because this is coming from the mouth of a man that has a whole family, man. The wife, the children, even a newborn at the house. And snitching is morally wrong, according to this rap artist. In my estimate, though, right? In in my estimate, I think there's a relationship with the Ku Klux Klan in the hip-hop world. I just believe it, right? I already see the Jewish presence that's there. All the executives... Everybody that's calling the real shots. We can see the Jewish presence that's there. Right? And then we can also see in higher positions the LGBT community is there. Right? So we see these two forces that's a part of hip-hop. But the forces that we never speak about is the Ku Klux Klan has to be there. It has to be because it seems like the message of destroying the youth always come from a rap artist. 
It always comes from a rap artist. If you want to be ill-advised, just sit your children underneath any of these hip-hop artists. Right? I want to call them KKK artists. How could a black man be on the platform with a family teaching the youth, right? Because once you have, you know, once you make a statement and it's posted by the blog site, it stays there. Right. Your mentality can change. Your situation can change. You can get a new form of thinking. But what you used to think is, see, that's headlines. Right. Papoose on snitching is morally wrong. Right. He's a New York artist. And then you have another artist out of Philadelphia. His name is um, Pop Hunter. Right. He got a couple of songs called um, Corvette and Corvette. Then he has another song called Adderall, right? And currently, right, the hip-hop world, artists and executives are getting together to whiteball Pop Hunter out of the game because when he was 14 years old, he witnessed two friends have an altercation and one killed the other one. And at 14, right, he went to the police and told what he seen. And the police took... That one that committed murder off the block. He went to jail, right? Six years after that, Pop Hunter, Philadelphia artist, made a hit record. But the fact that he told is now coming out. And then whiteballing his kid because he told when he was 14 that he seen a homicide in his neighborhood, in his village. Right? The village that he came from, he seen the homicide. Now, um, the fact that they're whiteballing this kid, it's not a big deal to me because I looked up a couple of his records and he's doing the whole typical bang, bang, shoot him up, right? And he's doing the whole pop the pill thing. So, again, he's part of the Ku Klux Klan industry, right? He belongs to the Klan. All these artists... I don't care what nobody say. They belong to the Klan. Because if the Klan had a record label, if the Klan had an entertainment business, if we look at all the genres of music, it would have to be hip hop. Because this is the only form of music that constantly talk about drug use, drug use, bang, 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 shoot them up, stab them up. Drugs, 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 and females are at the bottom of the bottom in this world, in this culture, right? And it seems like these guys are paid to produce information to the youth. But the information that they're giving to the youth, the youth is always ill-advised by these guys. Snitching. Snitching. Keeping the cold. The artist Pat Poo said that snitching is morally wrong, right? Teaching the youth that. Morally wrong. They had one New York artist. He went so far to say that if he lived next door to a serial killer, right? They put this kid on 60 Minutes. And he said if he lived next door to a serial killer, Cameron. 
I wouldn't say nothing. I just move out the building. I'm a mind my business. I'm not going to say nothing. These are the guys that's representing the village. They're representing the village, right? And a remedy for snitching is hurting somebody if not taking their life. This is the village. The village have got so poisonous now. Listen to me now. That the men and women that's amongst us that's causing the most pain and heartache should be protected by our silence in our own village, right? We have a perfect environment for predators. So now when that older man is touching on a young lady, that underage girl, don't say nothing. If you say something, that's snitching. Right? If you see some guys moving to an abandoned home and they take that abandoned home to sell drugs, aka poison to other people in the village, we don't supposed to say nothing. Let that guy operate with impunity. This is what we're doing in the neighborhood. We witness a sexual assault with your niece. Your daughter, your granddaughter, your auntie, your mother, I don't supposed to say nothing. The only thing I can do in the streets is handle the situation myself, a.k.a. risk my freedom to take the law in my own hand when the law is already on the payroll. Let them devils have them, man. He ain't no good to this village. Call up them devils and let them devils have them. We can't do nothing with this guy. But the group that's beating the drum the loudest about how snitching is improper and how our community need to stick to these codes is the entertainers. The entertainers that's controlled by Jews. We don't control these guys. The Klan control these guys. The Klan control Papoose. The Klan control the hip-hop industry. We don't close. That's their industry. The Klan run that. Listen, I'll give you an example. You would get a rapper talk about if somebody take your chain. If somebody takes his chain, he, you know, they put these record label chains on these kids now. If somebody take that chain, he is supposed to act violently towards anybody that put their hand on that chain. If you try to rob him, get violent. This is the clan industry, right? The hip-hop industry. And I'm all for defending what's yours. You know, not being robbed, not letting your things, you know, be taken, not being a prey, right? But they would beat the biggest drum about not letting anybody take anything from you. And if they do, make a violent example out of them. But when you go into their contracts, right, you know what they discover? Those Jewish execs, those Irish execs, they've been robbing them blind, taking royalties, taking publishing, taking some of the show money. They taking money from these kids left and right. And you know what happened when these Jewish execs robbed them? They don't go into that office and slap them around. They don't go into these offices being violent with these people. 
They're not going by these Jewish execs homes and these Russian executives homes and open up an AK-47 on their house. They're not doing that. You know what they're doing? They're suing these guys. They're going downtown, which is a different side of the judicial system, and they're filing lawsuits. But wait a minute. You're teaching the neighborhood not to be bothered with that. You're teaching the neighborhood not to follow the rules. You're teaching the neighborhood they got to keep it real. You're beating the loudest drum. You're saying snitching is morally wrong. You got a rap artist out here in the game. And I'm not, listen, we all lived our life. You know, we live our life to our best abilities. We not, I'm not calling nobody out. And I'm saying this is, person is morally wrong. But I, I will say this, right? There's an artist out of Atlanta. His name is Future, right? Future got six kids by six different women. Now, we're just going to get on man time for a minute. Six kids by six different women, right? He talks about drugs all the time in his music. You know, popping pills, Adderall, um, Percocets, right? Zanbars. He talk about drinking all types of liquor, right? He's always praising European clothing designers that come out of these fashion houses out of Europe, right? He talk about Balenciago. He talks about Gucci and Versace and YSL and you name it. All of these fashion houses out of Europe. He never gives any praises, any shout outs to fashion houses and black designers that come out of America. He don't give black and brown designers from the States no love, right? He walks around with the Haitian flags but he never support any of these Haitian designers either, right? Now, if I got in the position to say something was morally wrong, right? I would call that activity out. Oh, man, time. Man, you got all these kids by these all these different women, man. Come on, man. That's morally wrong. But these guys in this clan industry, they don't do that. They would call out the activity that's legally right and say that's wrong. And woe to a people that's going to call wrong, right, and right, wrong. We got to protect ourselves out here, man. We in a battle. We in a battle, and the battle was over our minds. The battle is over our minds. We got to protect the minds of our youth. If things is going on in our village... Let them devils have these guys, man. You know why the village look like it looks right now? Because many of us that had sense was trying to talk sense into other guys in the village. And when they didn't understand it, you know what we did? We just moved to the burbs and said, y'all can have it. We just moved away. And you know what happened when we move away? When we move out of Detroit, when we move out of Cleveland, when we move out of L.A., out of Oakland, out of Little Rock, out of Chicago, you know what happens? We read the paper, and in 2020 alone, you got 3,800 people that were shot in Chicago. 3,800 people. Just You got to let some of this stuff marinate, right? Because we're having a conversation. Just let that marinate. 3,000 800 people were shot 
in Chicago last year. And the predators are being protected because the clan industry is putting their puppets out to tell our youth don't protect their village, protect the predator. And look at the state of madness that our village is in. Peace and black power to your family. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys so much for hanging out, man. Real Black Conscious Forum Podcast. Big VJ, man. I'll get it with you guys later. Peace.